Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. We're covering a really interesting topic today or something that I think is really intriguing and that is why Anthony Lynn and the LA Chargers might stick with Tyrod Taylor and not draft a big name quarterback and not bring in a big name quarterback. Now before I start I want to just put it out there that this is not what I would do if I was them and it's actually not necessarily what I'm saying they're going to do. All I'm putting together is a theory along the lines that Anthony Lynn's telling the truth and he's saying, do you know what? I like Tyrod. I've coached him before. I think he can win for us. I think he can be our quarterback for at least this year. You know, it might not be going forward, but at least this year. And I just want to kind of make the case because that seems crazy, really crazy when you first think about it. Why would you not go out and get Cam Newton? Why would you not go out and get James Winston? Both of them will be available on backup money. Or, as you got the number six pick, why not trade up or stick where you are for Tua? Trade up or stick where you are for Herbert? I mean, in my mock draft, I even had them trading up from the second round to get Herbert at the end. But you could do that for Jordan Love even at the end of the first round, swapping with the Niners. So there's, there's so many options. You feel like they've got to take a quarterback. But Anthony Lynn has maintained all along, I'm staying with Tyrod. I'm happy with him. That's who I want for my team. So let's take him at his word and see why that could be the case. So we're going to start looking at the Chargers roster. And this is one of the most convincing arguments as to why they might stick with him. If you look at the defence, it is so stacked. It's ridiculous. I think a couple of the new additions flew under the radar a little bit. But now you look at it in its strength. And you've got Joey Bosa. You've got... um, you got Ingram, Malvin Ingram, Chris Harris, Casey Hayward, Derwin James. Let's say with the number six pick, they take a defender as well. The only defender that's going to be gone probably by then is Chase Young. So you could get Isaiah Simmons. You think you'd have Isaiah Simmons and Derwin James patrolling that, you know, second and third level. I mean, possibilities are endless. Ingram and Bosa chasing down the quarterback. Harris and Haywood are good corners. They're not the best in the league, but they're both good and can shut down most people, especially with that kind of pass rush and support around them. So there's strength at all levels in this defense. Massive strength. And then if you look at the offense, which considering the level of that defense, only needs to really support the offense. It doesn't uh, support the defense. So I apologize. Support the defense. The offense just needs to score 20 odd points and you're going to win pretty much every game really especially if like I said you do go defense with that first pick maybe your first pick in the second round as well so you get an Isaiah Simmons and then you get someone who slides just out the first round um, linebacker defensive line something like that uh, there's quite a few players who are kind of on that cusp of the first round maybe sneaking the second round I think you could really just put together an amazing unit. So, the offense has already got some weapons. You've got people like Hunter Henry, Mike Williams. They've got a couple of reliable vets on the line, Pouncey and Bulaga. But, and you've got um, some solid um, running the backfield with Eckler and catching back as well. So, you just you just feel if they can just put another running back in in the draft, maybe get a lineman... Maybe another receiver. This sounds like a, I'm, I'm saying they need a lot. But these are all like they're the second back and the third receiver. 
and the second tight end and the third or fourth best lineman on the roster. These haven't got to be high picks. That's why those first two picks could still go defense. And then you could go three, five, six, six, if you've got a couple of six rounders or something like that, on the offense and just sort of pad it a little bit. And if Tyrod can operate the offense, make some clutch throws, we know he can do that. Be consistent, we know he can do that. Not give the ball away, we know he can do that. Make the odd play with his legs, we know he can do that. Score 20 odd points a game, this team will beat most teams. The only t- trouble you'll have is if that defense falls on its face against the bigger teams like the Chiefs and they, they get 35 points. Can this offense keep up with this? I don't think it's impossible. I just think it'd be a struggle. But you can see from the roster construction why actually Tyrod Taylor could be a good option this year. Opposed to going for a rookie. who You know, you're not getting Burrow, so you're getting Tua at best, which is not a bad thing at all. Amazing player, but obviously you've got the injury concerns. Or you've got someone like Herbert, who still needs some work when he's under pressure. Jordan Love, who needs quite a lot of refining. He's probably going to sit for a year. Do you want them over Tyrod, really, right now, when you could win the division? I mean, I know the Chiefs are probably going to win the division, but it's not impossible the Chargers win the division. But more importantly, could you be a really dangerous team in the playoffs? Absolutely. 100%. Then you look at the Vets. Well, Cam Newton, he's injured. And I know we're talking about, you know, medical experts and things like that, but it doesn't matter because no one can see them at the moment. So he's injured. James Winston throws a million picks. I know he'll make some big plays, but that's not what this team needs. This team is built on its defence. It doesn't need a guy who throws loads of touchdowns, but loads of picks. They need a guy who'll throw 20-odd touchdowns, five or six run in, and throw no more than 10, 11 picks, which Tyrod can definitely do. So roster-wise, you can see where Anthony Lynn might be coming from. Okay, moving on to the draft picks and why they might or might not take them. I kind of touched on this before, but... As I said, Tour and Herbert have been linked to the charges, but Herbert's probably going to have to sit for a while, so no immediate impact there. Tua would have immediate impact and would not instantly be better than Tyrod, but you, you know you would start him and get him that experience quickly and say next year we're going to be a real force. But he's injured, might not come in till the end of the season, and then at the end of the season he gets a few games, which means he might not even be fully you know ready next year with game experience might have only played a couple of games i know mahomes did that but we can't match everyone to pat mahomes and say you know this is this is what you can do it's a lot it's not it doesn't work like that so just because he did it after a couple of games doesn't mean everyone else will remember he's got andy reed as well a plethora of weapons and learn behind alex smith so that's that's kind of a different thing so I think Tyrod gives you more consistency in these two. He'll give you a better jump at the start of the season, um, which you'll need if you want to get in that wild card. You can't do what the Chargers have often done in recent years. Infense them often because of injuries. The LA Chargers injury history is so brutal and completely unfair from a neutral point of view. It's absolutely crazy. But, you know, you, you can't go two and five and then be like, oh, it's all right, we'll make the playoffs. I know there's the extra wild card spot, but they need to get off to a fast start. And I think he can do that. Another thing to think about is the division they're in. So Patrick Mahomes, um, like I said in another podcast, didn't throw for 200 yards in either game last year. Now that's an incredible stat. Granted, one game, the the run game ran for something like 180 yards. You don't need to throw for more than 200. But firstly, it's still amazing they didn't because Mahomes will have still had plenty of opportunities to throw. And also in the other game, I think they got about 100 yards rushing. So to be fair, that's an incredible performance to keep Pat 
under 200. So I think that being said, you're still in a really tough division where you're going to have to look after the football. You can't make mistakes. You're going to have to play that consistent offense to grind down the field, take time off the clock, score points, let your defense do their job, grind down the field, don't give the ball away, etc. You can't you can't be throwing picks, can't be fumbling, can't be completely misreading a play, throwing it straight to the other team. You have to protect that ball. Tyrod's going to be better than that. Even probably over two or two will probably make more players, but plays, but Tyrod will probably make less mistakes. That's, again, no offense to a great player. It's just his first year in the NFL. You know, he did that with Buffalo, Tyrod. He averaged um, 22 touchdowns combined and about five picks a year in Buffalo. And if he can do that for the Chargers, try and eke up those touchdowns a little bit to mid-20s and the picks maybe go up to seven or eight. And that would be exactly what they need. So if they can bolster the defense even more and just put a couple more weapons around Tyrod or a bit more of an offensive line, I think the division they're in is tough, but they can beat Denver twice. They can beat Oakland twice. This is if they have a good season. I'm not saying they're going to do that. And they could even shave a game off KC. I think they're good enough to do that. You know, at which point you've got five wins. To get into the playoffs, you only probably need four or five, you know, from the rest of your games and you've got 10 so you're going to win half so they need a quick start they can't be nurturing someone for half the year finally the last thing which i think is really important and often gets overlooked is building a team in la let's put it right out there now the la rams are winning the battle for la they were there before so they've got historical fans they're the ones having success so they're going to get more fans now they're the ones with the better players so they're going to be getting more fans now They're the ones with the kit that people remember seeing when they were a kid in LA. You know, they've got all these links. Whereas San Diego, I know, isn't that far down the road, roughly, because obviously America's massive, but, you know, it's not Boston. But at the same time, there's not going to be that many fans naturally there already. I don't know how many San Diego fans are going to be making the trip. And, And if you do, fair play to you. I think that, you know, I really respect that. But I'm just saying, I don't know how many are going to be making that trip. So they are losing that battle. They've got no leader. They've got no publicity person. They've got, um, the Rams have got, you know, Jared Goff. They've got, you know, they had Todd Gurley. They've got Aaron Donald. They've got Jalen Ramsey. They've got Cooper Cup. They've got a young, slick, good, good, good looking coach, you know, and so, the Chargers have got to catch up in the, in this regard. And it's funny to talk about the business side of the game, but it's true. The business side of the game has to be addressed. It can't just be, you know, we're going we're gonna to make this team and we're going to grind out some wins and going to be boring and things like that. That works and it can work well. But not, not unless you've already got success. So Bill Belichick can do that. He can do that. John Gruden can do that. He's got a 10-year contract. But... Anthony Lynn, maybe in his last year, if he doesn't have success, certainly second last year, you, you sort of need to make a bit of a splash, sell some shirts, and kind of try and start to win that battle in LA. So I think all of that actually makes, as I said at the beginning, quite a convincing case, actually, as to why um, Tyra Taylor might be the man for Anthony Lynn in LA next year. However... I'm going to make my case as to why I wouldn't do that. As I said, from that, I wouldn't be shocked to stay with Tyrod. I also wouldn't be 
I wouldn't think, oh, they're stupid. What are they doing? Are they idiots? But at the same time, this is what I would do. As the Chargers, I would take Isaiah Simmons, number six. I don't think he'll be gone by then. I think it's going to go quarterback, uh, Burrow, Chase Young. Um, I think two is going to go beforehand. I think there'll be a lineman beforehand. I think Detroit will trade out. I think Isaiah Simmons will be there. If not, another top-class defender will be there. Maybe CJ Henderson. I know it might be a bit early for him, but the argument could be, you know, you're playing Kansas City, you need to match up with all these wide receivers. Why not, why not go and get him? So I think you get an elite defender in the first round. You address another need on defense unless there's no value top of the second round. So you can send waves of players at Kansas City and any other team you face. And then you go out, sign Cam Newton, you get a doc- an independent doctor who you trust. I'm sure the LA Chargers, through someone in the organisation, have a doctor they can vouch for who doesn't work for the team, who can do work on Cam, say Cam is fine. And you bring Cam in, you say to Cam, look, we're not going to anoint you the starter, you have to beat out Tyrod. But I don't think that will worry Cam. I know he wants to be a starter, but I think he'll look at that and go, I'll do that. That's fine. They'll have to give him an incentive-laden contract. um, And and Cam's got to accept that at this point. And I think you get two things from that. No, you get three things. Three things from that. You get an improved roster with a defense. You know, you'll draft defensive players, obviously, late in the draft. The offense will get a little bit better. The defense will be probably the best in the league at that point. Bit of a bold statement, but if they if they draft top of the second, top of the first defense, it's probably the best defense in the league. And then you've got a quarterback who can lead it all, unite everyone. Everyone can get excited about the people of LA. Can you imagine Cam walking in in those suits, cameras flashing, the shirts are going to be flying off the shelf, posters everywhere. You open your stadium, and as the fans walk up, there's a big picture of Cam flexing in his you know, um, in his uh, kit, ready to go, and he, you know, alongside people like Malvin Ingram and Bosa and things like that. And you just think, I can just see it, and I just think it would really put the LA Chargers on the map, both on the pitch, because he is an upgrade over Tyrod by a distance, and actually plays a similar game. You know, he's a bit more risk-laden, but he's also definitely going to give you more production. Um, you know, against in Carolina over the last seven years, he's got 28 combined touchdowns average to 12 picks. So, yeah, he's doubled the picks, but he's not far off double the touchdowns as well. And so, I think he's, I think he's definitely someone who can bring a bit more to the team, a bit more sizzle, a bit more excitement, get the fan base up for it. And so that that's personally what I would do. That's my take on this. So. We'll see what happens. Obviously, the draft's not far away now. It's really exciting. We're nearly there. Can't wait. Um, so it's going to be really exciting to see what they do. They're at number six, so it won't take long for us to find out. Will Anthony, has Anthony Lynn thrown up a smoke screen and he's going to take Herbert or Tua? Or is he going to wait and take Cam Newton or even James Winston? Or is he going to stay to his guns and say, Tara Taylor's my guy and then we can go into this year with Tara Taylor and people can see I'm honest. You know, the players can see, you know, when I say something, I mean it. And then next year we'll get a callback if it doesn't work out, which, as I've said, I don't think it would or it wouldn't to a high enough level that they would want it to. 
So that's the um, podcast for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's given you some food for thought going into the draft. If you're an LA Chargers fan or anyone else, let us know what you think. Do you want to stick with Tyrod? Do you want to get Cam? Do you want to draft someone? What do you think about the state of your team? If you're a rival team in the division, KC, Oakland, what do you think about the LA Chargers? Where do you think they are? Let us know on our social media channels. Please like and subscribe to the channel so that we can get more followers and we can see you guys are enjoying the content and enjoy the draft guys have a great day enjoy the draft i hope your team gets the player you want them to get i'll talk to you all after see you later